Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the latest announcements from the Federal Reserve. I listened to Jerome Powell's entire remarks yesterday at the end of the two-day FOMC meetings. Chairman Powell said some things in his press conference that were frankly astounding. He said that the two and a quarter to two and a half percent range for interest rates can be considered neutral against a backdrop of increased inflation. How can interest rates of two and a half percent be considered neutral if inflation is running at 9.1 percent a year? He also went on to say that the target of two percent inflation is squarely in their sights and they won't stop until they hit that target. The impact of monetary tightening also has a lag and will continue for some time after the increase in interest rates. We are seeing a slowdown in economic activity needed to reduce demand and bring it in line with the artificially reduced supply constraints. The committee feels that they need to get to a moderately restrictive monetary policy in order to have the required effect to stamp out inflation. So they're going to continue to tighten monetary policy until they hit their objective. But the committee sees a point where they could relax in the future if those targets are met. But the most stunning statement from Jerome Powell was the flat statement that he does not believe the U.S. is in a recession. The official GDP numbers for the second quarter will be released today. We don't know what those numbers will be, but Jay Powell went on to say that GDP numbers are complex and they take a long time to get right because the U.S. economy is so huge. They have a history of being revised a lot and therefore we should take the initial numbers announced today with a grain of salt. To help us make sense out of all of this complexity, the White House conveniently put out a new blog post a week ago. The timing was excellent. It was entitled, How Do Economists Determine Whether the Economy is in a Recession? And I'm going to quote from it directly. It says, What is a recession? While some maintain that two consecutive quarters of falling real GDP constituted a recession, that is neither the official definition nor the way economists evaluate the state of the business cycle. Instead, Both official determinations of recessions and economists' assessments of economic activity are based on a holistic look at the data, including the labor market, consumer and business spending, industrial production, and incomes. Based on these data, it's unlikely that the decline in GDP in the first quarter of this year, even if followed by another GDP decline in the second quarter, indicates a recession. That is a stunning statement to me. The graph that they included in this blog article shows data that started with April of 2020 as a baseline. All of the indicators shown in the graph are what the White House called major factors in determining whether we're in a recession, and they're all up strongly. You might remember the world was in a total lockdown in April of 2020. So conveniently, using that date as a starting point is destined to show a graphical depiction of economic growth. I wonder what those graphs would look like if they used January 1st, 2020 as a starting point but maybe I'm being a little too suspicious and cynical. The signs of economic slowdown are evident in multiple sectors of the economy. You can see it in the financial reports of companies like Walmart. And the stock market responded by taking tens of billions of dollars of value off of Walmart's enterprise value. You can see the decline in advertising revenue at Meta, the parent company of Facebook, which announced a 14% decline in ad revenue. The White House went on to say that, far from being a broad contraction, the negative estimate of growth was a function of inventories, one of the noisiest components of GDP growth, and net exports, in part reflecting our economic strength relative to that of our trading partners, as well as less snarled global supply chains. So let me get this straight. If you ignore the oversupply of inventories and you ignore international trade, our economy is doing awesome. 
seems like spin doctoring of information is rampant everywhere. Ford Motor Company announced a week ago they're going to be laying off 8,000 workers. That's a significant number. It's indicative of falling economic fortunes. In fact, Ford declared a loss of $3.1 billion in the first quarter of 2022. That cut amounts to a quarter of their U.S. workforce. The narrative is that the cuts are designed to fund investment in the company's transition to electric vehicles. Now let me get this straight. The idea of electric vehicles are not new. Yes, the R&D to fund those new products will have an impact on earnings. None of that should be a surprise to the boardroom at Ford. The funding of the R&D for electric vehicles had to have been in the business plan for years. But now, they're going to fund the R&D by laying off 8,000 people? But no, according to Jay Powell, we're not in a recession. In fact, we free-thinking members of the proletariat should stop thinking for ourselves and just follow the new definition of recession, courtesy of the White House. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.